Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Finch Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on this Monday night real quick with a podcast that actually came out uh, via written format on our newsletter today and also on our blog. So just a side note, if you guys ever want to read anything um, more in detail or you couldn't catch it on the audio, um, all of this stuff, most of it lives over on the Jeremy Scott Finch blog. So if you head over to the site, jeremyscottfinch.com, it's on the blog tab. You might have to scroll a couple pages to find it, but... Uh, It'll definitely be there or reach out to me. I'm happy to send it to you so you can have that. And then also if you are on our newsletter, uh, if not, shoot me a message, DM me, and I'll add you guys to it. We put out at least three legit pieces of content per week written-wise for you guys. A lot of fitness stuff, training stuff, nutrition stuff, and obviously the lifestyle stuff we throw in there as well. So depending on the order this pops in my brain, I either write about it first and then talk about it second or I put on the podcast first and I write about it second depending how much time obviously I have. And I'm more of a ready, you know, kind of, you know, people say ready, aim, fire. I'm more kind of a ready, fire, aim guy where I'll throw the shit out there. And the podcast, it, it works because uh, I can fuck up and, and say crazy stuff. And, and the written stuff, not as much just because the internet and uh, my newsletter people will crush me with punctuation, spelling, and grammar. So uh, that's just a side note. With that said, uh, we're going to have a couple guests on the podcast too coming up through our 21 question series, just like I took BJ Gadur through when I was in Malibu with him. Um, I have a couple local people here who are amazing in the areas of fitness, nutrition, and just lifestyle and, and getting stuff done that I think will light you guys up. We'll keep it fun and humorous, but I'm also going to have them drop a lot of value. And then uh, if my travel schedule permits, uh, hopefully I'm going to be here for at least two months straight, knock on wood. Uh, but if I do have some travel for work stuff, it's with some really amazing fitness people that I think can uh, bring a lot of value to your guys' life. So I'm going to get them on the podcast, if, if at all possible, uh, when I am traveling with them. So Today's podcast is uh, about travel um, and kind of how travel has shifted how I think about the world, how I see the world, and, and what it's it's enlightened me. It's let me see uh, a different side of the fence, if you will, or behind the curtain, uh, I guess, in, in a lot of different ways. And I'll dig into it. And, and people are asking me what's my favorite trips and best trips. And I'll save that for a different podcast because this is kind of connected to something else. Uh, but this one will be, uh, I'll keep it quick and I'll keep it funky. So Again, you guys probably know enough about me at this point if you've listened to a handful of podcasts. Um, how I grew up, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, not a lot of resources. Uh, I never took a, a family vacation. Like, we never took a personal trip anywhere. Uh, you know, never, you know, no airline flights, even domestically, especially, you know, never out of the country. Uh, I never had access to a lot of that stuff other than playing sports. That was kind of my first uh, take into it. And it, obviously, if you know, if you're. You know, other than if you're like Duke or Kentucky, which is not where I went to school, um, you're probably not, you know, traveling always first class and always super high when you are doing travel. So um, now that I'm older uh, and I'm not, you know, dead broke and uh, I've been fortunate enough to, to live this life and, and work really hard and, and get to this point, we can travel to really nice places and see cool shit. And uh, it's been pretty cool. So my summer travel schedule is obviously crazy and hectic for you guys who follow me what I do. Starting off here, obviously all around Arizona. A lot of these, some some work, some play, but honestly, if you guys know me, my my life is my work and my play is my work, so it's all connected together. So here in Arizona, off to then Michigan, uh, and then Washington State, and then Oregon, and you know all around California from you know Malibu to Los Angeles to Napa Valley uh, to the to Minneapolis area, and then finally you know uh, we're in Hawaii before that. And then obviously we take our bigger trip, um, which was obviously. The, the Greek islands, you know, stop in Athens and then Santorini and Mykonos, um, which are beautiful, by the way. Again, if you guys ever get a chance, um, if you're on the East Coast, I would urge you to do it for sure because it's way easier for you than for us on the West Coast. 
But uh, without a doubt, um, Athens, just, you know, a quick stop is fine. To, to me, it's not it's like any big city. But to see the Acropolis and uh, to see the, the historical things, I think, is always kind of a neat thing if you guys are into that. And then obviously Santorini Mykonos, if you're looking for um, a relaxing, really awesome time, it's a, it, it was a great trip. Uh, something that I think it's on a lot of people's bucket list. It was on ours for sure. And it's nice to be so young to have, you know, to been to so many cool places. And so with that said, I'll say, you know, I'll say this, you guys, about traveling the world. Um, it has given me a great perspective on life. Not that I didn't have one before. I think a lot of things have the ability to change you. You don't have to go to Mykonos um, or Rome or Italy or France or Thailand uh, to, to see that. But uh, travel, if you can open your eyes and see beyond what's just in front of you, it, it can give you a different outlook on life. And, and, I, and I, before I say anything, I love America. I true. I think it's the biggest, most badass, fucking buffed up country on the planet. I truly do love it here. Um, I'm from here, so obviously I'm biased, but I'm an American dude, you know, through and through. Um, doesn't mean I don't love other places. I just, I just love being here. I love leaving and, and going and experiencing other stuff, and I always love coming back home. But with that said, there's a lot of things I think we can learn um, in as Americans and um, how we do things from other countries and their practices for sure. Um, and I think working hard is awesome, you guys. I'm a grinder. Uh, I am. I think anybody who knows me, you guys hear me talk to me, not just the amount of content we put out and the things we do and how I coach people and the books we write. Um, it's just, it's how I'm wired and it's how I'm ingrained. Maybe it's, you know, watching my dad, you know, kill himself for 90 hours a fucking week for 30 some years. Uh, maybe that's part of it. Or just that he instilled in, in me, uh, whether it be, you know, directly or indirectly, like, hey, man, we weren't born with a lot of shit in this life. And if you want stuff, you're going to have to work your fucking face off for it. And so that's kind of what I always adopted. And I believe in that. And I think that's why we, we, I guess, thrive as a, a country in a lot of ways because we do work so hard. But we work hard to the extreme compared to most other countries at a pace that's almost like almost not understandable for them. I mean, when you think about it, who else works 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week other than us? I'm not saying other countries and other people don't because there's people out there who are just, you know, they're grinders, but not to the scale I think that we see here in the U.S. Um, I think we have become too obsessed with status and job title and material things compared to other countries that I visited. This is just my personal insight. Uh, I can give you guys a huge list. Probably the, the one time it became, the, the two biggest times it became true for me is when I remember we were in uh, Tahiti, like Tahiti, Marea, Bora Bora. And we're biking around the island of Bora Bora, which is really small. It's just it's just one road. And it's a beautiful place. It's amazing. And you see all these resorts and stuff. And it costs, you know, thousands of dollars, if not tens of thousands of dollars to stay there for a couple of days or even a week. And and you have all access to all this stuff. And then you, you ride a bike. You know, I have this little, like, it's like a little dirt bike. And I'll say, if you guys ever get to go, bike the island. It's, it's a great experience. It's not super long, so it won't kill you. But I'm biking the island in this like, little, like, it's like a huffy bike, but there's no speeds on it, and there's no back pedals either. So, like, we're going up this hill, and I'm, like, I'm pedaling this thing so hard, I, I swear to I'm, like, going to pull the handlebars, like, out of it. I mean, I'm just crushing this bike. But So we're riding around, and, and once you get past, like, the little town and stuff, and you see it, and there's a couple nice little spots, but mostly it's just a resort, so that's how they survive. And you see these homes. But they're more like huts in all reality. Like they're like just these mud, I mean, uh, cinder block, I'm assuming, uh, and like mud, they're put together, but they don't really have windows. They just have cloths over the windows. I don't know if they all have running, you know, water and electricity. For surely they don't have Wi-Fi and eight TVs inside there and all the things that like a normal, you know, American household has. And I also remember like being in Italy on the Isle of Capri. Um, we're taking like a, 
essentially it's like a like a ski you know shuttle like up uh to the top of this mountain to take pictures it's very scenic it's beautiful and i'm looking down as we're riding up and i'm look noticing the homes i'm like there's not a lot of these homes don't even have garages like there is not a garage that exists and a lot of these houses i'm like there's no cars here and if anything else they maybe have a scooter or they have something but they don't have all the stuff we have and I remember being in those places and being on the islands and being there and seeing the people live their life. Um, they seemed pretty happy. They seemed pretty fulfilled. They seemed like life was awesome and they were more chill and more relaxed. And I think we always feel that bigger is more and better is more. In reality, I don't think it is. Um, from us having you know three-car garages to multiple SUVs to four TVs in a single home, Everyone has, you know, a thousand dollar cell phone or and they always, you know, we'll wait in line. We have a perfectly great working phone, but yet we'll wait in line for hours to buy the next phone that costs even more than a thousand dollars just so we can have the upgrade and the newest gadgets and things. And we have more clothes and shoes and trinkets than we could ever really need or use or wear. But yet many of us still think we need more. We need more shit, more stuff, bigger house, better car, X, Y, Z, you name it. It keeps going on. My point is not to bash America because I think for the most part we have it right and we live in the best system out there. Um, but I do feel we could benefit from looking at how other people are doing it and try to, and hear me when I say this, work a little less and live a little more. Work a little less and live a little more. Downsize on material stuff and upsize on your life experience. Downsize on your material stuff and upsize on your life experience. I think we need to slow down and breathe, you know, every now and again and appreciate what we really have and not focus on all the shit that we don't have or always focus on rushing to get what we think we need. Like what's the next big thing for us? Because when we're always looking ahead, trying to get, you know, oh, I just when we, when we move into this neighborhood or when I have this car or when I get this promotion or when I get this money, if we're always doing that, we're missing the now. We're missing the moment to be mindful of what we really have in the abundance that we have now because the reality is most of us live better than fucking kings lived, you know, hundreds of years ago. Most of us live better than John Rockefeller lived years ago because we have an iPhone. I mean, we have the internet, first of all, and all these amazing things that other people didn't have 10 years ago, 15 years ago, let alone 20 years ago. Like, you're living like a boss compared to your grandparents. Even your grandparents were rich as shit. You're living like a complete boss compared to them. That's just the reality. If you, can, if you have an iPhone and you drink a $7 coffee, you are winning life on a level you can't even understand because most people will never have access to that stuff. And that's just my quick insight, you guys, of spending, you know, at this point, you know, multiple weeks and months surrounded by other people in other countries who have a much less material stuff than I do, live in apartments much smaller than the house I own, let alone significantly less expensive. And they don't own vehicles. Or if they do, it's maybe one small car or a scooter, but probably for the whole family, not for each individual. And not like a fun car, a travel car, and this and this. And while they don't have those things, what they do have is they have more free time than we do. They appear to be, I guess they appear to have less stress than we have. I'm not, I don't know if that's true or not, but they appear to be that way because they're not inundated with things so fast and so quick and they don't have to respond like we do to the pressures of the economic environment that we live in. And they appear to be just as happy as we are, certainly as happy as I was, if not more so. My point is to just think about your life sometimes and what you're really doing this shit for because no matter what you guys are doing you're trading your lifetime for money. You're trading your lifetime for an activity. You're trading your lifetime for something. And I would urge you guys to just stop for a second, 
pause this if you need to and be mindful and ask yourself the question. And I ask myself this all the time, you guys, and I love what I do and I love who I work with. But I'll stop and ask myself, like, Jeremy, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you really doing with your time in your life? Is this what you're supposed to be doing? And not that I'm questioning it every second of the day, but I'm always, I want to reassure myself that I'm spending my time wisely because it's something I can't get back. So what I ask you guys is to stop working for a minute and think about, you know, what you're really doing all this for. How are you spending your time? What, what does it really mean? Like, how am I spending my life? Are all the things you're working for and giving up for the time, are they the right things? Are they the things that really matter to you most? And I get it, you guys. We all need money. And while money is important, um, it's not the most important thing in this life. It's just food for thought. Um, I just want to make sure each one of you guys is living life with a purpose uh, and a life that you truly want and a life that makes you happy 24-7, you know, 365. Um, And traveling to different places, especially places far away from America, um, that are far different from the places which, you know, I grew up in and that I currently live, it does change your perspective and your view. And not only on the life that you're living, but also the world that you're living it in. Um, and I'd like to drop this quote on you, and, and I wrote this on the blog earlier. Um, one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's, you know, and I quote, collect moments, not things. I'll repeat that again for you guys. It's collect moments, not just things. Now, I'm not telling you guys not to go work hard. If you guys are lazy as shit, you got to get out and work and earn money. Um, and money's important. It, it allows you to feel secure and safe, and it buys you really dope shit and lets you go to cool places and things like that. But it comes at a cost, and it comes at a price. And so does your three-car garage. So does your $75,000 SUV. Um, So does the house that you live in that has two bedrooms that nobody's in it. So does everything that you guys are buying. Everything comes at a price. And I'm not saying don't, you know, go out and work for nice shit. And if you're a car person, drive the dopest car you can, man. If that fills your cup, then just bang on that thing all day. Get a Ferrari and just crush it. I think it's super cool. But more often than not, I think people get confused uh, at what really matters to them and what's important to them and what they say is important and then how they actually spend their time and their effort and their energy are, t- are two completely different things. And just so you know, like America's great and it's awesome and, and we do things really cool. But there is people out there, you guys, living amazing lives, having a lot of fun, doing a lot of really cool shit, who don't have three-car garages, who don't have $1,000 phones, who don't have homes that are 3,000 square feet um, with all the really cool dope amenities that we have. And I'm not saying give them up, but just know if it's stressing you out to keep up with the Joneses, if it's stressing you out to get more shit, to have more stuff, if going for that promotion or working overtime or doing all these things is really wearing you down and hindering your quality of life and not adding to it, maybe it's time to take a step back and reevaluate what the fuck you're doing with your time and how you're really living your life. Um, I know I do it often. I love what I do. I love my craft. Um, And I can even get lost in the shuffle sometimes, so I do have to pull myself back and understand, like, hey, man, it's important to hang out with your friends. It's important to hang out with your dog. And it's important to call the people who you love the most. And and, and maybe it's okay um, to make a little less money. Maybe it's okay to have a little bit less stuff if it means the quality of your life is a little bit better um, and you can have more fun doing it. But just food for thought. Take that for what it's worth, you guys. Hopefully it helps kind of open up your mind to things. And again, the point of this is telling you not don't go quit your job. Don't stop working and earning money. But just make sure the job that you're doing is something that you hopefully love or enjoy or it's, it's feeding a bigger purpose and it's getting you to your next step. But you have to love the process along the way. And again, money's not evil uh, by any means. Money lets me do really cool shit. I'm thankful to have it. Um, I'm way better off now than when I was broke as shit, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago. But uh, just know I, I don't give up my life 
uh, just for dollars. I, I do what I do to help people to create value for them. And the byproduct is if you help enough people, you'll make enough money and then you can do all the really cool stuff. And there's a lot of material things I've passed up on uh, over the last 10 years that have allowed me to have a much better quality of life, a happier life, a healthier life. I do not compete with anybody. I don't give a shit about, you know, what my friends, what kind of house they live in, what kind of car they drive or clothes they wear. I do things for me. I, I beat to my own fucking drum and nobody else's. And I urge you guys to do the same because the minute you can stop this comparison shit and trying to keep up with everybody else and think you have to be doing certain stuff and think you have to drive this or wear that or live there, you don't. And the minute you can do things just for yourself and do them you know, to fill your intrinsic cup externally, you'll be one of the happiest human beings you can ever meet. And from there, you'll make more money and you'll do more cool stuff than you ever thought possible. And you'll probably understand at that point, you don't need as much stuff because there's other things that are fulfilling the, the hole that is missing inside you. So have an amazing rest of your night, you guys. If you want to hear anything on the podcast, hit me up, let me know. And if you guys truly do dig it, Take a couple minutes, if you have an iPhone especially, uh, hop over on iTunes, drop me a five-star, leave a comment. I would love to hear it. Or if nothing else, um, share it with a friend. Share it with a family member. Share it with somebody who may be in the middle of something or going through some stuff and you know that if they heard this, it might spark something different in them or have them you know, get off Someday Island and go chase their dreams and do the shit that they're really supposed to be doing and not just trading time for money um, you know, and kind of walking through their life. Have them live a life of intention and have them live a life on purpose. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great night. Peace.